Hello, world. You are listening to Townley Money Basics, the podcast that helps you improve your financial knowledge. I am your host, Sean Townley. Welcome to Townley Money Basics, the show that takes this concept called money and breaks it down to itty bitty parts. So maybe I can learn a little bit more about it, and hopefully you will too. Today, we're talking about cash flow automation. So, this is another part of the show where we talk about putting some systems into place that will help us reach our goals without much effort. You know, once we once we do them, then this process can kind of take over like an algorithm and just continue to help us get towards goal. So cash flow automation is setting up systems to meet your financial goals that once set up require little involvement. And there's a lot of reasons why we want to do this, right? We want to establish a system that takes the emotion out of financial planning. If we're looking at all of our dollars coming in to our spending plan, and we're thinking long and hard about it, maybe we're feeling a little squeezed, a little tight, then we may make some decisions that we wouldn't normally want to make. And and a lot of those decisions need to be made without emotion. That way we continue to build in the right direction. So we also want to establish that financial goal in the spending plan. So this can be as simple as redirecting some money to a savings account before it hits your checking account. So if you're trying to build an emergency fund, if you're trying to build that savings, then this would be a way to do it, right? You want to take that that money right off the top and then let everything else go into your normal checking account where you will take it and use it towards what your spending plan says, right? You also need to review the results on a regular basis. So once we do set this up and we're not thinking about it as much, we want to go back every month or so, maybe every quarter at the latest and kind of see, is it still working for us, right? If we're setting aside money to go somewhere else, is it enough? Is it helping us meet our goals? And in my case, sometimes I have money that I moved to one place, like for my business, and then I'll need to move it again to help pay for like credit cards and stuff that are business expenses. So there may be more automation. As you get more comfortable with this, you'll think of all kinds of ways to automatically move money around so you don't have to think about it going forward. But you will need to look at the results on a regular basis and make sure that it's still serving your needs. I mean, a lot of times something might sound good in theory, but when you put it into practical use, then you may need to make a tweak or two. So you need to tweak as new information arises. So if you're not quite putting enough money aside, you may want to bump it up a little bit, or if you feel like it's still too much money, then maybe you need to bump it down. Hopefully that's not the case, but you know, you got to make tweaks along the way. We're not going to set up the system perfect. And, and, and in reality, life is going to be all about the tweaks, right? Nothing stays the same. So, you know, if we get a raise, maybe we want to set aside a little bit more money. Maybe if we take a setback, we need to put back a little less money as we go. So, So how do you do this? How do you set up systems to help you with build cash flow? Well, we need to make sure we pay ourselves first, right? So that was the example I was using with savings. I actually have some money that goes to a separate bank account that helps me kind of fund my charity and my savings, you know, I have my emergency fund in place, but if I didn't, you can say, hey, this is part of my spending plan, but I wanna I want to send it somewhere else so I'm not actually looking at it. So out of sight, out of mind, but it's still serving my needs, right? So you can do this by changing your direct deposit. So if you work for somebody else, usually, you know, a lot of times employees now don't cut you checks anymore. You will need to put that into another direct deposit account. It doesn't have to be just one account. It can be a couple, some, you may even have three accounts. 
don't make it too complicated. You know, you want to keep it simple so it makes sense in your mind. You can kind of watch the flow of the money. But maybe at least have two so where you can kind of redirect part of it. And like I said, you would do that first. So if you have account A, you may want to move $100 there. And then the rest of it goes into account B, which would be your normal checking account. Next, when you do get those pay raises or even bonuses, you may want to divert some of that as well. So you may have a rule that says, hey, I, if, I get, if I know I'm getting a bonus coming up, maybe I bump it up this one time or maybe I just take it and manually move it. But I mean, we're talking about trying to automate it as much as possible because I find that if you automate it, you're not thinking about it. You get used to living on whatever it is. So anytime you get a raise, say you get a 3% raise, maybe put 1% or 2% of that raise into your savings, your other bucket. That way you're starting to put away more. Maybe you can buy some stocks or start letting that money work for you. And yes, you can take maybe a little bit of that, maybe 1%, maybe 2% to enjoy. Maybe do something fun or, or get your spending plan in a better place than you want to going forward. So make sure you've created a spreadsheet to fund those spending plan categories. So if you need to bump up a category like fun money or mad money for that matter, then you can see that on paper. So as you go through and you tweak your system where you're diverting money to, make sure you know where it's going. Don't just make it just a lump. You don't know what it is. Then all of a sudden you go, wow, I got all this money. I might as well do something fun and go blow it on something. Make sure that you're continuing to use your spending plan to your advantage to meet your financial goals. The next thing you can do is set up bills to be paid with a credit card. Now, more and more companies are actually starting to do this anyway, so you don't get much of a choice. Now, personally, I like to do bill pay. I like to go onto my bank account and pay my bills in a manual sort of way. Other people hate that. They hate the thought of doing that. I actually do it on the 1st or the 15th and on paydays because there's certain things that I like to pay at different times. I'm a weirdo. I get it. I like, it. I like getting in the spreadsheet. I like nerding out on this stuff. But if you put it on a credit card, you can make it like a category like subscriptions. We talked about subscriptions. You can make it that and then you track it in your in your spending plan to where you know how much you're spending and that also helps remind you hey by the way i have this subscription and i want to make sure that i keep it going so put it on a credit card you'll see the charge come out and then you can still decide hey is this still worth it to me like we talked about in the monthly subscriptions podcast that we did not that long ago so you want to make sure you set aside time to verify the correct charges. Now, one of the things you don't want to do with this automation, especially if you're going to put a bill to a credit card, is you want to keep people honest. You want to make sure that they are, you know, not charging you the wrong amount. You need to go trust but verify is what we use, you know, what we like to call it, right? You you trust that they're going to do it the correct way, but everybody makes mistakes. I mean, I've seen a lot of different bills where something got charged erroneously. And if you don't say something pretty quickly, you could be on the hook for it. So you need to make sure that you, you know, set aside time to review that. It can be a couple times a month, maybe on the 1st and 15th, if that's the way you get paid. Or, you know, you can do it on your paydays. But you need to set aside some time to look at that. Also, I highly recommend if you are going to use credit cards, only use one or two. Don't use a whole bunch of different ones. I think you're going to find it's much easier to track is if you have a dedicated, like an American Express or maybe a Visa that you're using to do that. Make sure you're disciplined and you're paying it off out of your spending plan all the time, but at least there'll be no more late payments. You won't have to worry about that going forward, but you're gonna have to be disciplined, stay on top of it, and make sure that you are paying it off. So 
I mean, just to kind of repeat, yes, the automation part is letting it go to your credit card, but there is some checks and balances. You need to make sure that the right charge is still getting charged and that, you know, it's coming out and, and you're paying for it on a regular basis. So the other thing is just simply reducing the amount of credit cards. Get rid of your department store credit cards. Those credit cards typically are more expensive anyway. If you can consolidate down to maybe a debit card and a couple of credit cards, and sometimes you can look at the uh, rewards. Sometimes you'll get rewarded more if you go to restaurants if you use a certain card for one thing, and you might get rewards if you go get groceries on another one or gas. So look at that and kind of set up your spending plan accordingly. If there's a credit card that definitely gives you more miles or more cash back rewards, then make sure you're using that card for that specific purposes because that's also free money. You want that money back. Right, and when you, and if you get good at it, you can sometimes get you know almost a hundred dollars a month just in cash back. You're gonna spend that money anyway. You know you could spend cash, which is fine, whatever you're comfortable with. But if you can get cash back, like one to two or three percent cash back, you can put that back on your debt as well. So, and then you have to be disciplined in order for that to really work. You need to make sure that you pay it off all the time, right? The other thing about the debit card is you want to be very careful with that because it's check, it's tied to your checking account. So really, you only want to use that card maybe at an ATM, right? If you're going to get some cash, you don't want to use it at some small mom and pop places. You want to use it at reputable places. I mean, we've all seen the stories about credit card numbers getting stolen. And, and when you go and you get a debit card, you know, compromise, it can be difficult. There's lots of paperwork you got to do with that. Now, with the credit cards... Typically, you have a lot of, of provisions in place to help you protect that. These are usually bigger companies, and they'll fight on your behalf. But you do have to notify them right away, so you want to make sure you're checking those balances. So just make that part of your process going forward. And then make sure you use those rewards, right? So if you do get those rewards, they're not going to the credit card company is not going to automatically apply it to your balance. You're going to have to be disciplined enough to do that. So if you're getting one to two to three you know, up to 5% cash back. That's great, but you got to remember to apply that. So sometimes you have to go into your app and make that happen. So don't forget about that. Maybe review that on a monthly basis as you're going over your spending plan. So, and then pay off your credit cards. I can't stress this enough every month. What you don't want to do is keep rolling that balance because then you're going to start paying, you're going to start paying interest to them. And that that's, uh, we don't want to do that, right? We want to take the cash rewards but we don't want to have to pay them interest at all, right? That's kind of that's we want to win the game, right? We want we want the winning winning the game in this case is taking their money and using it to help pay off our debts, not paying them to use their money. You can do it. I mean, this is I know this is a little bit more advanced, and we can talk about this. We can break this down a little bit more. So if you have questions about that, please feel free to reach out to me. I would love to sit down and talk with a group. Maybe we could do a Zoom. And I could have a webinar and we could talk through this. And then make sure you're also snowballing your debt. We talked about paying down debt and credit. I mean, your, your debt, right? So if you do have debt, you want to make sure you want to take the uh, the snowball approach. That's the one I I really prefer. You want to pay that smallest balance first. Now, this, if you remember, is we're not going to pay any extra on anything else. If we have debt, we're going to pay it all towards the smallest balance. And what that's going to do is that's really going to help us get some confidence that we can pay off this debt quickly. And then we're going to take all those resources and go with the next one. So that's another automation to help you get out of debt even quicker. So in recap, 
Cash flow automation takes the emotions out of establishing financial independence, right? We're going to set up these systems. We're going to set up these payments. We're going to get our direct deposit squared away. We're going to get a couple accounts. So we're putting money aside to savings. We don't even see it. We don't have to be involved with it. It's just kind of happening on the back end. Then we're going to take that money from savings. And if we're going to establish our emergency fund, so be it. Once that is, we met our goals there, then we're going to start paying down our debt. And then eventually we want to start building wealth with that, right? We want to take that money, have it start working for us. Maybe put it in some stocks or some mutual funds. Talk to your financial advisor about that. Remember your, your life goals. You want to sit down with a financial advisor. Let them help you get there. And then we're going to take time to establish that plan. And that's going to be us you know, sitting down with our spreadsheet. What do we want to do? How much money do we want going different places? So And make sure that we're paying ourselves first. It's always important that we're paying ourselves first. That 20% bucket always needs to come first. And then implement the small systems to help you reach your goals. Once we start doing this, you're slowly going to see that the money is going to start working for you over time. Now, it's not going to be overnight. It's not instant, but it's gonna, you're going to feel so much better having money sitting in your bank account as opposed to having to count the pennies and trying to make ends meet. I think if you do this system, if you really get into cash flow automation, I think you're going to find that you will no longer be living paycheck to paycheck in a very short amount of time. It's kind of amazing. It's kind of magical the way it works. So make sure you monitor it and tweak it as necessary. Make sure it's still serving you and not the other way around. It's not set it and forget it exactly. We still need to do some reviews and we need to make sure we monitor the progress and tweak as necessary. And then finally, if you do have debt, if you're unfortunate to still have debt, let's start using some of this money to pay down those debts. We'll throw everything at it in our snowball and our snowball, we're going to snowball the debt. We're going to pay off the smallest ones first, and we're going to keep going. And then once we paid off our debt, oh my gosh, you're going to have so much fun then, right? Because you're going to have other money allocated for your fun money, mad money. You're going to make sure your retirement's in place if you have a college fund. And then you can truly start building wealth. And when you start building wealth and you're no longer living paycheck to paycheck, that's when it comes really fun. Because then you can start thinking about, what are the other adventures I want to go on in my life? What are the other things that I want to be able to do? And you're going to find out that you can start paying cash for those things. You'll have the money before you even pay on it. And that's going to be great. Hey, reach out to me. You can find me at townleytech at gmail.com. You can go, you can find me on LinkedIn at, at Sean Townley. And then, of course, on my website, seantownley.com. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Townley Money Basics. Goodbye, world.